So I'm very excited today to be here with John Knepper, our Director of Pre-Construction at Inch Co. Welcome, John. Thank you. All right, guys. So Inch Co. was named the fastest growing company from the Central Penn Business Journal. What do you think led to that success? I think if you look around in York County and you see uh, our trucks driving around, you know, the first thing everybody thinks is the overnight success. And we came out of nowhere and most people don't realize, you know, for 25 years with our dad, you know, we've been grinding and trying to figure out, you know, how the world works and work our way into where we're at. Bringing all the people we brought on, you know, over the last 10 years has really changed us. And what we used to look like a mall and Paul business, you know, where you see a truck and trailer and mom's driving a truck and dad's driving a trailer turned into a business with several hundred employees that, you know, have taken us different areas and, and different roads that we never knew we'd take. But basically our employees, I think, is what got us to where we are today. Yeah, I think just really just about hiring the right people. Um, hiring people that, you know, we have three qualities that we like to hire. Um, one is, do they have energy? Uh, one is, do they have a good character? And then the next is expertise. And I think if you hire those three people, people that love to grind, um, are very ambitious, uh, like to come to work every day with a passion, I think that that really propels the company forward. You know, Johnny and I definitely um, don't have the time, um, the knowledge, or the energy to do everything that's happening right now. Um, at Inch Co. And it's because of people like John, Brian, um, that really take on uh, different sectors of the company and push it forward with, uh, with very little help from us. Yeah. Now, you've been here from the beginning. So what does that growth look like for you? I mean, where, what did you start doing when you were here? Like, what was day one like compared to now? Um, yeah. Uh, day one was moving into the old office, like our old office, which was just like a glorified horse barn at that point. And my office my desk was like right next to the bathroom and uh you know that's where i was posted up all day and um sometimes got to hear all the musical yeah like it so that's that's where it started and um i think day one we were doing you know small renovations very basically we do a walkthrough of a house at like what 27 seconds yeah they were fast like you had to remember jeff moves quick through a through rehab so you had to remember it all write it down and we had a good crew of guys like you know all of our <coughs> El Salvadorian brothers were out there helping us every day yes I say that. so um, <coughs> and you know we were just knocking stuff out but it was all small small jobs you know like refinishing a basement was a big deal a kitchen rehab these were like big jobs flipping some houses um, that's where it started. And that was like one of the only people that could walk through a house at 27 seconds, come back three months later, and it's done exactly like we talked about it being done. And you didn't get any phone calls, which was yeah. unreal at that, at that you know, part of his um, time with the company. So you literally went from remodeling bathrooms and basements to now what are you doing? Uh, I mean, we have... $30 million, $40 million, $50 million projects going all around three-county area. I mean, Within just a couple years? Yes. Yeah. I, think that, I haven't even been here four years yet. So. I think that, though, is a testament to, like, who the people are at Inchenko, right? Like, you have, um, you know, from experience set, you know, if you looked at the resume of John, you'd say, okay, look, the guy can flip single-family houses. But from what was in his heart and what was in his mind, it was anything you throw at me, I'm gonna do it well and I'm gonna succeed at it. And I think really finding that dog in the people's hearts 
is what's key to, to like the success that we have right now. So why don't we, why don't we step back and, and talk, John and Jeff, to you guys about, you were landscaping your whole lives. How did you, what made you think, hey, let's get into construction? Well, I think it's because my grandpa built houses and my dad grew up doing that. My dad can build almost anything. I mean, frame up, uh, you know, a new house, a garage or anything like that. And growing up, he would take us out to these projects and it's, it's kind of where our vision came from. A blank house with no landscaping, no trees, no street trees, no color. And he could see that being done before it was done. He could see the plants, the lights, the uplighting, the retaining walls, the stone foundation. He could see everything together. And we kept seeing that year after year from three, four years old the whole way up through where you'd see a house, you'd go out nothing. Dad knew exactly what it was gonna look like. And then we get that done. And you start repeating that in your mind. And now we're just doing that on a larger scale of community. We see a piece of land. We see what a building will look like, the view out of that building, what it will look like facing the road, the way that the tenant will feel inside that building looking out. And we do the exact same thing that we did when we were landscaping. We just do it on a larger scale and building apartments in a multifamily. Yeah, it's so funny because the the first, you know, John and I when I when he was I was 25 and he was 23 and we started a company, um, you know, we always knew that we wanted to get into real estate and do it at some scale. And so I remember, uh, you know, doing sales, going out to a job in Emmicksville, and there's a guy who owned several hundred houses in York who um, wanted a big patio done. And I said, hey, why don't we trade the patio for the rental house? And the guy's like, all right, that sounds good. So 1403 Monroe Street in West York was our first apartment, com or was our first apartment. And um, I remember telling John, like, hey, we're, uh, like, we're gonna do this patio for free and we're gonna get a house. And you know, he was all about it. And we did the patio, we signed the house over. And from there, really, we accumulated hundreds of units uh, within a two year span. But really, it was that like figuring it out. We'll do whatever it takes. Um, you know, feeling that you have when you start to go through um, essentially what your goals are in life. Now, what about you? Is construction in your blood too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come from a long line. Like everybody in my lineage has worked with their hands. But like Jeff was saying, like not only like work with their hands, but then also had the smarts, I guess, to like take it to the next level. Like my dad did a lot of construction, but you know, he's a structural engineer. Like he took it to the next level. My grandpa um, was a welder, started as a welder, but then like grew this huge uh, steel company. You know, so it's um, just like a combination of like doing whatever you have to do with your hands, but then being able to grow it into. You know, I think it's a career. I think it's a great point. Nap is that you know. You're an entrepreneur in your heart, and you run your uh, division of the business like an entrepreneur, where you're thinking like an owner. I think that's a super, super important part that um, that we like to see in people that team up with us is people that not only can do the job but also can can run the the whole entire division um, and really see past uh, the day to day and really like mm -hmm. work towards a future goal. Right. Well, I think that kind of addresses one of the first comments that Brian made in that people that come on to work with us are, are entrepreneurs, really. I mean, they have entrepreneurial spirits, they have the mind. And what we are is the opposite of micromanager. You know, we want people, we want to hire you the first day and then we don't want to talk to you and you go out and produce, you get things done. And that's how we work with our people that we bring on. We, we're the opposite of the person who tries to manage every single piece of work that you do each day. We don't have cameras up like we hear about other, you know, 
people that we know that they're watching cameras, watching the office staff to know if they went to the bathroom or not. Like, we don't care about that. We focus on, you know, the large scale. We're looking into the future, and we want the people that come on with us to just go with it. And, you know, Nepper jumped into the, the pre-con role and just ran, and it has taken it to new levels in the first couple of months of being in that position. That just goes to speak for the entrepreneurial spirit where he's taken and creating his own. Um, same with our marketing, you know, and I can say that about almost every sector. You know, the people that come on have their own mind, and we don't want to change that creativeness, and we don't want to try to adjust that. We just want to give you the tools to keep growing that part of the business. It's like everyone that they hire is like the best person at the last place that they worked at. It's like then, so like the whole office is just full of everyone else's best people. Yeah, we talk about all the time. We talk about like Coach Calipari of Kentucky when he goes into um, recruits home and he talks to the family, talks to the kids. He says, um, you know. You better believe in yourself when you come to Kentucky because when I put you on ESPN at 9 o'clock on a Saturday night, every flaw you have will be extruded. And I think that is where, um, you know, us at Inch, the size of our company is such where every single person is so heavily relied on that um, if you have a flaw, it'll show very quickly. And the people in our company want to be surrounded by people that are successful um, and also do their job uh, daily. And so, therefore, they'll be very quick to let you know if you're not doing your job or basically peck you out of the business if you don't you know, do your part, especially if you bring their side down. So transitioning, one thing that's fascinating, if you're in York County or even beyond, you drive down the road, you're probably seeing one of our trucks. You're probably seeing one of our maintenance vans. You're probably seeing um, our landscaping trucks. You're seeing real estate signs on houses. I hear a lot of comments that Intico is everywhere. How did that happen? What, what did you guys do to make that happen so fast? I think that's, um, you know, our marketing team has done a really good job of branding the business. And I think consistency across, across the branding um, helps you really be um, much more noticeable and uh, take more of the market share. And so I believe that um, as we continue to grow businesses, buy businesses, build businesses, I think that we always put marketing and branding first. And then we also behind that have uh, the people in place that not only um, are fluffy, and as people say about marketing, but also know the technical um, financial construction piece of it too, to back up our image, right? Because everybody can have a good image until you have to back it up. And I think that we back up our image through um, good people that, that really understand each part of the company and know what they're going to do next. I'd agree with that. We definitely have data-driven marketing. They're smart. They're using analytics to know who to target and when and how. We've even had other businesses reach out looking for our support, right? Yeah, and I think that's what we're looking for, you know, in 2023 and forward is looking for other companies that have like-mindedness that we have that want to grow and use our tools and our resources um, to help support those businesses to grow as well and brand them um, and possibly make them part of the Ancient Co. family of businesses as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So what advice would you guys give to someone trying to start a business or trying to grow their business? I would say like the, the most overlooked fact of, fact of business is how long it takes. Um, I think everybody who started business said, hey, like three to five years, like I can get to here. I think it's actually more like 13 to 15 years 
to get to there. Um, and I think the second thing is not only time, but energy. I think that if we look back over the last 10 years and we think about the amount of energy it took to get this thing off the ground, um, it, if you think it's going to be a, a level 10, it's a level 200. It's just way harder than what, than what um, you know, way more energy than what people think to get something off the ground. Uh, you know, you have to be willing to punt your 20s if you're 20. You have to be willing to punt your 30s and basically give yourself 10 to 20 years where it's not partying on Fridays. It's not going on family vacations on Saturdays and Sundays. It's not going out to eat with grandma on, on a Wednesday night. It's about being in the office or being on site and really just grinding through projects for 10 to 15 years straight. And I think that's where, unless you purpose that in your heart, I think you'll struggle to get to, to scale of where, you know, you see some of the other people scaling in this world. I think there, I think, you know, it takes me back to a story um, that I told recently. You know, when one of our cousins uh, that came to work for us in the business went to Bloomsburg College and when he came back, from college, um, you know, after four years of being there, he's, you know, he looked at me and he said, you look like you really aged, you know, and, and I did. was taken back, <laughs> I was taken back on it, I was like, shit, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, look that rough, and there was a time period there where it was, it was do or die, you know, it was, you're going, you go bankrupt or you, you make it, and that, like, fire inside of your heart and that passion and drive is so hard to replicate in the world and so hard to find. And I did not want to fail. So I stayed up till two, three in the mornings. I couldn't go to sleep. You know, I would work 15, 16 hour days. I would sleep up in the office some nights. I would not give up. You know, when my mind said, you know, my mind would go blank because my mind said, just stop. You know, you're over, you're overworked. But to get to that next level, to transform from being, you know, average to being exceptional, it just takes that extra energy, that extra, you know, spurt, that extra bit of work and not many people were willing to do that, you know, and it really set the tone of the next several years after um, Brennan told me that, where I was like, you know, I need to start also thinking about my health, you know, because there was a time period there where I did not care about that. All I cared about was not going bankrupt. Yeah, I think there's a, um, the guy that co trained Kobe Bryant, uh, Michael Jordan, some of the best, greatest, uh, Tim Grover, he wrote a book and uh, one of his quotes in his book is always rings in my head is that, Winning will take you through hell before it gives you a victory. And I think every company goes there, you know, at some point in time along the way to get you on the other side. And he said, most people die on their way to hell. And I think that, um, you know, that always rings in my head is like, you know, it's, it's not sunshine and rainbows. I know people say it's cliche, but it's, it's really just about like what, as it gets hard, when it gets hard, because it will get hard. Like, what do you have deep down inside of you that's going to pull you through? I think it's a good point because you look around, you know, people might easily say inch grew so fast they came out of nowhere. But the truth is it was inches landscaping and you guys are building that foundation of contacts and just understanding business long before Inch and Co was a thing. Right. So how did that help transition into who who we are today as a company? Just the foundation that was laid before. I think my I think it all starts with the passion and grit. It just my dad, you know, my mom and dad both had it, one of each. My dad had the work ethic, not as much as the business mind. My mom had the business mind and, the, you know, the financial mind. And together they could, you know, form a team and form us. And we have a little bit of both, you know, the passion, the grit to be able to go out and do work and put in long hours, but also the, the financial and business mind that they instilled in us. So growing through that, 
you know, my mom, mom and dad started the business with credit cards. So, you know, they'd have five, six credit cards where they would put on fifty, sixty thousand dollars And, you know, when I can remember my mom saying, you know, hey, there's a credit card that has zero percent interest on it. And she'd move fifteen thousand dollars on that credit card balance to the zero percent balance, and then she'd move it over next month to another one. And that grittiness and how they created, you know, John's landscaping, mom and dad first started. And flexibility helped us, you know, just condition our minds. So we can go to the ground and work from the ground up. And at this point, you know, you're not working on fifty thousand dollars, you're working on five million dollar moves. So it really helped us and shape our minds. Now, what's one of your most memorable moments here at Inch and Co? Mm. There's uh, gotta be a lot. There's a lot, and that's I think that's the thing. It's like always change what? Wish for it first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's always changing. It's like every few months, it's like there's a new crazy thing that's, you know, like when I'm with my family or whatever, it's like always have some new story to tell, like just stuff that you never thought you would get into. And it's like, it just keeps getting crazier. I mean, and now we're, you know, like the role I'm in now, we're designing a $50 million sports complex you know it's stuff that you know who who else can go from other than these guys can go from you know flipping houses to less than four years later like building the buildings that we're building now it's just that's the stuff that I mean like specific things um, yeah I mean just some of those anytime we like finish a big project and like see it like Windridge was a big project and like then just like going back and seeing people in the space that you created like just you know and everything we've done along the way was always like really cool spaces um stuff that people loved to see loved to look at and uh it just continues with even the big complexes that we're building so we just we don't want to build stuff right that is mundane like we want to inspire people we want to build stuff that we are proud of looking at later um, and that when we show our kids or our family, like they're blown away with, and it's just, it's a personality yeah. of all of us here at this table is, you know, nothing, anything that's going to be done is going to be the best it can be. And it's like a saying, like if God is in it, it should be the best, right? Chick-fil-A, Christian owned business. It's the best, um, out there, I think. Right. I don't think it's a better fast food. So. I now, think have it's you that. ever helped chase down a cow with us? Uh, I've seen, <laughs> them couple run, of those. I've seen them run by. <laughs> couple of those. Uh, horses. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Live on a farm. It's uh, I like, a farm. and anytime you're, you know, like over the since I've been here, we built a few houses for Jeff, and those are always usually interesting. Like <laughs> the most interesting, the one, <laughs> the one down in Spring uh, Seven Valleys. He was like, he was kind of doing. You, you were managing that yourself, really. I wasn't yeah. that involved with it, but one day I was like, yeah, we're pouring the slab tomorrow. And, I'm like, well, if you need help, you know, let me know. He's like, oh, no, you don't. I'm like, well, I'll come down anyway. <laughs> like, didn't even ask for help. but Definitely knew I needed it. <laughs> I sh showed up when he said the concrete was arriving, and Keystone pump truck was there, and no one else. So, like, um, got out, and the trucks are starting to roll in, and I'm the only one there still. And there was, like, no grade stakes set, nothing. So I had a transit in my truck, started setting grades, and Jeff showed up eventually, but, you know, we, we got her done, so. Just one other comment, now, for you. I mean, we, so we talk about it. You were just, you were just a site superintendent 
at one of our multifamily builds. Now you're running. Not just. Not just. Did I say just? You did say just. I heard okay, just. well, That's I meant it. to say that because <laughs> now you're running the entire organization in pre-construction. So I think that just goes to show that we reward who performs well. And there's a lot of opportunity here at Inch & Co. Yeah. You've had sure. how many jobs in the past four years? Positions? I mean, five, six. Yeah. I mean, I think no matter what my actual title was, usually my email tag was not the right one or my business. Like my business card, my website, and my email signature, signature yeah. was usually all different. So I just, whatever anyone needed, we... No offense to marketing, but, you know, that's just... Well, you have these people in your company where, like, wherever you throw them, they succeed right. and they do better. So, like, Nep was that guy that when something was needed or was failing, we throw Nep into it and let him figure it yeah. out. So I know, like, being in, like, walkthroughs with Jeff, sometimes I'm, like, standing on the side. Like, that's probably where most of my job titles came from. Like, <laughs> like yeah, and then this is John, our... VP of, you know, whatever, just whatever was needed at the time. Just, Jeff still does that. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. That's awesome. Had a lot of job titles. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap it up. John, thank you for coming today. Yep. Well, in the next episode, we're going to dive into business planning and what it looks like to plan your year. Um, and the title is Paving the Unknown Road. So thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.